0: On Spotify, on Apple Podcasts,
1: on YouTube, for lifelong Saints fans,
0: talking everything Southampton,
1: welcome to the Saints Prime Podcast.
0: Hi guys, welcome back to
1: the Saints Prime Podcast. It's been a while, but we are back and we have plenty to talk about this time. So we've had a couple games, but the most notable one is tomorrow, which is Everton and this morning, we had the release of the new kits as well. So we'll cover that all to come up. But the best, best way to get it back into it, I reckon, is questions. So Harry, as always, if you can do the honours, go through some of the questions to we'll answer.
2: I will indeed. And we will go first for STA Bays, who says, Will Jamie jinx us by watching the match? Jamie, do you have those sort oh, of powers man. where if you watch the game, we will not win?
3: Watch the City game, we won one nil, mate. That's all I need to say. <laughs> there we go.
1: Well, I think that's proof. If you
2: ever need it, then I guess. Right, next one. We've got Fei Zing underscore, who says, "Do you think the goal Chairden scored on Sunday will boost him to score a few more?"
0: I mean, that's that's what you hope. Like as a striker, yeah. you, get, you get you get one, you get um, you're hoping that that one breaks your duck, and then the rest of it just comes along naturally. He won't have that pressure of having to score that goal. Um, but Duvet, you look at how he's played when he's been on the pitch. It hasn't been—he hasn't seemed to have been like taken by the pressure of trying to score his goal. He's always performed well, so I don't think the goal would have really made—it would have made a difference to him. But I, I think he might pop in a few for the rest of the season. I
1: think it just takes the pressure off, doesn't it? So he's—he's he's now got that goal. He doesn't need to focus on that. He can just continue playing his game. And if you've got the instincts like that to hit it from 40 yards and hit the back of the net, I'm not too worried. I think he's you know I think I think it's probably a perfect goal for him because he didn't have time to think about it he just hit it and it found the back of the net so I think his goal scoring instincts are clearly there and it uh, gives him a chance to try and make a push for the first team would you keep him for next game with a performance like that or would you bring another player in with a rotation
2: I think if you score yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say if you score you should keep him in yeah and do, we, we'll sort of quickly go over the City game with the Che Adams goal, how impressed were you that you know after what twenty nine games of not scoring, he still has the sort of confidence to go? Do you know what? I was going to smack it from thirty nine yards and see what happens because a lot of strikers, <laughs> especially haven't scored in such a long time, may have backed away from that thinking, "Oh, this probably won't go in. I look stupid because this will go fifty foot wide of the post." Was actually he got it spot on. Oh, what a way to open his account? I don't know what you said
1: because you
3: lagged Did out. You, but okay, yeah, yeah, you kind of lagged out oh, oh, Confidence-wise,
1: oh. I think it's what you were covering. But what do you think about Chalem's confidence? Because he looks, you know, you got to be a confident fella to take a shot on like that, Jamie. What do you think of the lad?
3: He's a proven striker. He had Twenty-two goals in the championship last season. He shows he's got that that instinct for scoring. Hmm. It just, I think, he just was like, He's been unlucky this this season with his goals. But like Shane Long, he's not been a prolific goal scorer for the team. But he has done well for us. Like uh, some last season, Shane probably apart from the last few games, she didn't score very many. So you could, uh, I could easily see Shane um, getting is one or two more this season, and really kicking off next next season.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's also credit to like the backroom staff and the analysis and stuff like that, because you're thinking they've they've told like the surrounding players, if we win the ball back high up, and you've got a chance, have a go. Because we know that Edison's going to be sweeping off his line. Mm. So it's also credit to them as well.
1: Yeah, fair point. Yeah. I think he did a, he's done it a couple of times before, and he? he did it against Man United and Liverpool last season. I think, again, he got caught off his line, didn't he? Because he was mm. outside his box and they'd taken a pop shot. So, yeah, you may be right in the fact that it is the uh, backroom staff that's seen a weakness there. Um, but what else about. I think the the goal was brilliant, but what more stuck in my mind was the fact that. Every single player was ready to chuck themselves in front of the ball, which I thought was a massive difference compared to a lot of managers we've seen been and gone through the side. And then suddenly we've seen it previously, but today was like we don't have too much to play for, but they were so up for it. And I think it's such a credit to Ralph for him to get them that ready for that game today. Today,
2: then, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever, tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah I think I I think that's not harsh but I think we still have a lot to play for the Premier League table is still really close and maybe we'll maybe we're a few points off of possibly challenging for Europe but the players have still got a lot to prove for and the fact of they it's, it's not a massive squad but it's still quite a big squad comparatively all these players either A want to try and play for a transfer why? You know, look at Karl Walker-Peters. One, he wants to win a place in the team. It's either two, he wants to stay at the club, or three, he wants to show Tottenham that he's good enough to play for a top eight time So just in that small example, he has something to play for. Jack Stevens and Benrek have something to play for. So both show A, we're better than Vestergaard, and B, we're better than anyone you're going to bring in. Same with the central midfielders. from mean, looking at it thinking, I can replace Hoiberg in midfield. The attack, the wingers are thinking, you know, Buffa and Giannepa are out we're going to stay in this team the strikers Chad does not score in 30 games and Danny Ings wants to win the golden boot so I think there's still if it's not a team wise I still think they've individually got a lot to play for especially McCarthy who made what six saves he's going no Gun's not going to replace me yes I made, uh, I've made three mistakes this season leading to goals but I'm good enough to play in the Premier League and start in the Premier League so despite the fact that we aren't you know, maybe good enough for Europe just yet, we're still challenging, or individually, they're challenging for each individual goal. Well put, Tizad.
0: Yep. Any more
2: questions <laughs> yeah, being asked, yeah, asked for our way, Tizad? Did you actually hear that one, or you actually... Yeah, you know, did I think
1: <laughs> I, I, you, you did it so well that I don't think we could any of us could add anything more to that, really. I think you did the whole synopsis there. Go like, on, oh, then. It, it, we'll go for Fair another enough. question.
2: Right. <laughs> right, we've got Faye, Zinc once again, with where do you think we'll finish at the end of the season with the matches we have left? Uh,
1: um, I can't remember where I put us. Anyone got their prediction that they did? We did, to um... fill in, we did a predictor of uh, where mm. we fought. We basically went through every game and thought where we're going to finish at the end of the season. Obviously, this was at the okay. start of the actual restart. So, obviously... Form and things like that have changed a lot, but I think can, I had us thirteenth.
0: I I had hmm. us tenth, and I think I'll stick with tenth because I think we Fair could achieve top half finish.
1: Let me have a look and see what I put. I'm I the did.
3: same as Mikey because I could see at least two more wins this season, maximum of three. Because I don't think we would beat Everton and United. I think it was, a, but I don't know. I can see at least tenth place. Six more points,
2: a seven. I'll actually push a draw against Everton. Oh. I think I said that we're going to get 43 or 44 so either we're going to lose every game or we're going to lose every single one by one but I've been really impressed by the way that we sort of came back three wins out of four and why can't we beat Everton? if we can beat Manchester City at home we've sort of shown that we can beat anyone whether we will or not not too sure but yeah I think I'm going to agree with Mikey and Jamie the fact of I might have been a bit pessimistic before which is usually my style and, yeah we're going to finish 10th <laughs> we're going to finish in the top half of the table come on Tizard
1: you love to see it I think that would be, uh, be pretty good who do you reckon will go be- behind you then if you've got, you've got Burnley, Everton Crystal Palace Shuffle United looking quite average coming back Arsenal looking quite close as well who do you reckon will drop into that below half of the table if we
2: occupy 10th ten- I think Palace haven't had a great restart. I think they had one or two. They had a good victory against Bournemouth. But apart from that, I think they've lost three on the bounce against Burnley, Liverpool and Chelsea. They're not easy teams to play, quite obviously. But there's still three losses in the rest. So they might drop. Burnley have looked good coming back. But once again, their squad stability. You know, if they get a couple of injuries, they might struggle. So they might drop behind. Sheffield United as well. They've got a big game tonight. And if they don't win that that opens the door for us as well so I think mm. it's really interchangeable who could who could drop behind
0: yeah.
1: I'm looking at my prediction for the restart I had 44 points which is mm. one point off what we're at the moment four, four, so on, yeah. I think I had us to draw against Watford to lose against City so that's already four more points than I reckon three more points that I thought we were going to have so admittedly we have I think we have been probably one of the best teams in the restart and I don't think that's me being biased I think we have looked really good. And I think especially the fitness that the players have been showing, a lot of people have been commenting the fact that it doesn't look like we had a, a break. It looked like we were rejuvenated and I think the only slight fall down was against Arsenal and that real heat. I think we lacked a bit of identi- uh, identity because we weren't really pressing in that heat. I think we laid it off a bit, but especially when we could go and press against City, we won back the ball a lot of times and, it frustrated me when we had commentators saying, oh, is this why City aren't winning the league? And not actually giving credit to, I think, us playing City, not just sitting back. We actually went and played there, which I think, again, was one of my favourite things that I saw in the game.
2: Yeah, Fair enough. I, oh, <laughs> I was
0: going to say, they were saying that it was a um, it was a... It, it was a city mistake that led to the goal. It wasn't. Uh, it was. I mean, it was due to our fantastic pressing and Armstrong's brilliant press and Adams taking the shot. But it all resulted from a poor mistake by City. Mm. So I think that's the reason why they're also saying that too.
1: Yeah, I I, I think a lot of uh, commentators will go automatically to focus on City's doing in the game. Where I, I would have liked them to to actually, because uh, I think it's probably one of the second maybe best games we played this season you could argue Leicester but I think actually performance wise there wasn't a single bad player on that pitch against Man City I think it's probably second if not our best result of the season
2: yeah that's just me though so, it might be harsh to say that they feel they know more about Manchester City than they do Southampton. So, they immediately go to the weaknesses they know about Manchester City rather yeah. than the strengths that we have. Because a lot of times I listen to a lot of pundits and they say some very dodgy and or do a bit of dodgy analysis <laughs> about Southampton. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago someone saying that Southampton usually play with one up front when they quite clearly play with two so do you think it's more that or just possibly yeah it's it's,
0: it's their jobs like they should do the research for it they shouldn't Mm. just turn up and you know just oh let's talk about football yeah I I quite liked Mika Richards because even though he was Man City and he knew a lot about Man City he did praise the way that we were playing it wasn't just all cities Mm. for mistakes so like but you do get some pundits that just go, Oh, it was it was this team and they only talk about this team and you, I mean you think about uh sometimes on Monday night like, I think it was the Tottenham Manchester United game, they had Patrice Everett, Roy Keane and Gary Neville on there. No spur <laughs> commentary whatsoever. So it was all gonna be focused on United. Um
2: I think you get that sometimes. But no,
0: I thought the BBC coverage was actually quite good, to be
2: fair. Hmm. Biggest ever Premier League game as well with five point seven million viewers. Yeah. And I think oh, the next oh, Premier yeah. League game the next yeah. Premier League game doesn't have one of the top six either. So I think we're gonna get, we're gonna keep our crown as the most watched <laughs> Premier League game for a very long time. If not ever. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be very Old good to statements, have as well. You know, I think I think we will. I think we will. And until BBC get the coverage, so I think we're gonna forever be the biggest ever game of world football. Of the Premier in, 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 in England. <laughs> yeah, so a, quite <laughs> interesting or so
3: quite a thing at the same time. Any more th- subtypes I add ons that, Harry?
2: Um, right, we'll go to the next one. <laughs> and, uh, the same person, once again, you know, she said, or here, yeah, I don't know who it was, said that where are we going to finish <laughs> this <laughs> season? How are going to finish next season? <sighs> I, I I'd ask the question but how do we think we're going to finish next season or we so, can we just focus on this, on this yeah. year
0: because I I mean we thought uh, that it would end
2: in May and we're yeah. currently
0: mid-July and we're still playing football Michael, I'll wrap it up for you Gritty
3: really. it all depends on the transfer window and
0: who we keep and who we sell and we can develop whether the whether players can... like the kits or not that's going to be a massive issue as well because if they like <laughs> the kits they want to join so yeah,
2: that's a there massive
1: thing, too. I don't know what in, the in, hell you're talking about, Mikey, but yeah, I think yeah, I missed something.
2: There. Me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> say, <laughs> in a month's time, we'll cover, you know, when the season's over and we're in the Europa League places, we will then cover <laughs> what we think, what signings do we think we're going to have to bring in? So
0: the person,
2: 10th to 5th you know we're just slowly climbing this table soon it will be top (laughs) 4 right next is David Lofthouse he says any news on our possible new owners I don't think we're going to have any new owners I think that was just a bit of a rumour in that sort of area do you guys know anything different about that Uh,
1: main one I think was the holding I think it's a holding company of Dell I think and there was rumours apparently on the forums and stuff like that that American companies want to get into the English market for football teams but it seems uh, I think a couple of legal guys looked over the paperwork that was released and it, it looks like a some sort of short term loan I think is it Derby Harry you, you know the, the, the facts on this I think is it um, Derby I or someone else I'd, like that have done a similar oh yeah
2: um, don't, I'm, I'm not too sure I think quite a lot of teams get that sort of thing it, it doesn't look I don't think there's anything in it to be honest with you I really don't think there's anything That's in a, it whatsoever only real thing I've heard Any, anyone else heard no. anything nothing at all well, unfortunately mate no. maybe maybe in the future maybe in the future when we become a European powerhouse I just, I just <laughs> so I don't, I don't we'll get the push. takeover
0: talks I don't get it we're a financially stable club it, all because we're not spending 35 million on Ihi Nacho you know like I prefer us not to do that and spend low and actually keep some money and keep afloat instead of spending a ridiculous amount on a player that's not going to improve us? I, uh, like, it, it is all to do with buying players, though. I think like, it's
1: more the fact that it seems like we've been listed and it looks like Gal doesn't want to be. here. I think that sends more of a worse message rather than if he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in it for the long run and said, but we're going to be sustainable. I, I think most fans will be all right that. I think it's more the fact that it looks like, oh, he's dropped his price and now he's asking for majority stakeholders and stuff like that. And it's, it's, kind it's, of like...
0: All, it's all, um, it's all like in the newspapers. There's nothing official come out. It's not like Gal's giving an interview saying that he wants to sell the club. It's all rumours. And it's all because we've lost 75 million in the last two years or something like that. That's where all the rumours spur from in mm. the fact cuz we've bought these players and they haven't worked out they've gone out on loan we're still paying their wages that's where all the rumors are coming from it's nothing to do with the commitment of gal or like he's not said anything about it. Uh, it it just and also because of the effects of corona as well that's mm. that's also induced it as well cuz we're losing more money again i, yeah. I just it, it's all rumors there's nothing like clear cut about it there's no I agree but i also don't
1: really. think he would come out and say he just wants to get rid of the club because I don't think that would be a sensible thing from him. I don't think we got the same sort of thing when Katrina sold her thing. I don't think she mm-hmm. came out and made a statement that she wanted to let it go. I think there was rumours flying around, couple papers reported stuff, and that's the same sort of thing we've had with Gal recently. So I don't expect any sort of statements to be made, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is if he does want to move on there. Rumors might go around, but then again, we've we also how... had
0: Mar- Martin Simmons come out and say that he doesn't like. There's no chance of us being sold. So, so he said, "There's no chance." Yeah, isn't it? That's what he said in the interview with BBC
2: Sport. <laughs> he, he said that with BBC Radio Silent but once it, once again, I'm, 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 st- I'm still stuck in two minds. Just the fact that he wouldn't say. That oh we're gonna we he he wants to go and everything like that because otherwise that will cause confusion. It's a lot like when Wolfsburg said they weren't gonna sign sell Kevin De Bruyne and two days later they sold him for 55 million to Manchester City. <laughs> like yeah. for me, I don't think there's anything going on, but I don't think we would know if anything's going on, or we wouldn't. It I, wouldn't I, be common it would be common knowledge about a couple of weeks before maybe the same with the Newcastle people Mike Ashley hasn't really publicly said massively that oh I want to get rid of Newcastle there's been a lot of stronger circulation I think we just need to wait till there's strong links Mm. for it to happen rather than a load of tenuous it still seems really tedious at the moment there is
0: nothing Uh, I I don't I don't talk about it until there is an official takeover because you just hear everything under the sun well, Apparently, they were supposed to. Well, we were supposed to be taken over by Red Bull, and we were supposed to be <laughs> taken over by a random American company. And neither of that has happened because they're just both completely wet links that media made up. So, well,
1: I, I think the Red Bull was just fans having a bit of a laugh on Twitter. I do like that. It was very interesting,
2: yeah. funny, right next one we've got Will O'Brien that says well he's got a couple of things to say first he says Carl Walker Peters permanent question mark he had a good performance against Manchester City really good performance do you think would he be a player that you would A sign or B do you think it's a player that Tottenham would let go due to the fact that they've got a bit of a questionable situation at their right back spot and he's had a really good set of performances since he's joined here
3: I don't know. I think when Mourinho puts a player out on loan or tells him he's not playing well, I think hey, well, I think that's the they've gone. He makes his mind up very quickly. I don't think he ever really gone back on his word. He's a very stern manager, and I'd love to have him stay at the club. I could, I can have cheeky swap deal for Hoyberg 10 mil, and I'll be happy.
1: I think that's what we're most likely going to see because it looks like they've said about swap deals, and he's the one closest to the club. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's offered in there. Um, but we haven't got a thing in his contract that we can you know do can we I think no. in negotiation so if his stock rises throughout the, uh, the rest of the season he plays really well for us they might just say look we'll give you Walker Peters for Hoyberg because Hoyberg's not mm. playing and Walker Peters is so I think mm. it's one of those ones where Spurs can kind of control it a little bit because we're the, the vulnerable ones in the situation and uh, yeah. I think Walker Peters has looked really good he had a great game against Man City He definitely looked much stronger in that position than Valerie did. Um, But, you know, is he going to be worth how much money? I'm not too sure yet. I think consistent performances will definitely decide whether he's someone that could work for the team. But he's also learned the side now. So he he would take a lot less time to get into the squad, if you know what I mean. Mm.
0: There there was a report by The Times saying that uh, there was a Mourinho sent Carl Peters a message. Uh, which Walker-Peters told the Times and he said that um, Tottenham is his home you're welcome back you're, you're welcome to come back whenever you want he just says he wants me to play and bang mm. out as, as many games as he possibly can so I think there's still a future for Carl Walker-Peters and with the performances he has given in like I don't know the uh, game and a half that he's played for us since since lockdown <laughs> the two, two and performances and half, that he's given he's, he's done really well mm. so like it, I I can see I can see it be swinging both ways in the fact that he might be included in the swap deal if we really want him. We've also had links with Mahale, the um guy from Genk and he still wants to join us as well. So if it, mm. it's one or the other, he, he probably can go back to Tottenham because he's better than Serge Aurier So mm. um, I, I it, he he's just good for now. We'll have him till the end of the season. We'll just see what happens.
2: Yeah. I think that's fair enough. He also says, and what we what our talking point that we said at the start of the video, thoughts on the new kits. What are your thoughts? On the home, the third, and the two goalkeeper kits that have been released. Would you change anything? Would you make home away? What you know, what your thoughts overall I think it's
3: from we discussed beforehand. I think uh, all of us kind of collectively agree that I think if the third kit was the home kit the goalkeeper kit was the away kit yep. and the home kit was the third kit, we'd all yes. be very happy
1: I, I, I think they got the wrong order mm. because I think that would mm. be yeah. really nice um, I want to be positive because I think there is a lot more positives to take than what I saw last year, if you want to hear me be very aggressive about kits then go to lock, <laughs> um, I was not happy was I, um, but LD Sports changed their logo, they made it look much better, they actually cut it round instead of just sticking a white thing on it looks much nicer. They changed the color of the logo for the uh, third kit and went for a kind of gold theme. Hey, I'm up for that. That looks all right. Um, yeah. I really like the crest uh, yes. in in the thing. It reminds mm. me of 03, 05 kits around that area, Friends Provident. I really like that. I think that was cool. Um, I'm always going to be a sucker for the slash or the sash, whatever you want to call it. So it's an easy win for me on that one. Um, I'll be interested in, I'd quite like to see them possibly do not a sash, but I reckon they're going to do a sash for the away kit as well, just because they didn't do that for the 125. Maybe could have a different one in the middle, but overall I quite like it. It's quite nice that they changed the direction of the strike for the away
3: mm.
1: kit. Quite cool. I think it's all right. That's
0: but, what I was going to well, say. If you think it's, it's going to be a sash
1: which yeah, ways straight out the middle them. or like sideways I don't know they might do both ways they could do like an X that could be quite cool I don't know uh, <laughs> I, I'd, give it, them
3: all.
1: I'd probably give them like a, a 7 it's not like oh my god that's amazing but I'm not disappointed mm. by it either so I'm just
3: kind I of think content.
1: from
0: through from
3: Twist I, I think you know, I'd take that
1: as
0: a 10 from Ollie. you know that, 7 yeah. from Ollie yeah. is pretty much a 10 so yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go
1: through this, but you know what I want from a. I I just want red and white stripes that join there. That's all I want. I don't want all of this. I just want it to do. It's, it's a, a, a podcast, only, mate. It's Sorry, podcast, yeah, yeah. I want <laughs> it to join at the top of the seam. I don't want any of this where it's cut by the chest. I just want it to the top, red and white stripes, and you'd have me there. That'd be fine, but no I, I do like it what do you well guys? maybe next year as we can speak to Samson's call them on well, the podcast Hello. kick's off my <laughs> Ollie here
3: let him design the kit and you'll have many fans happy done exactly
1: boom
2: yes.
1: but in the meantime while we can't do that Harry what's your uh, thoughts <laughs> on the kits that were released I,
2: I agree with I agree with all three of you but one thing that I was a bit confused about do you find it a bit odd they just random, not randomly they obviously had a marketing scheme for this but just plonked mm. it on a Wednesday morning <laughs> they didn't have any sort of build up they just was like oh, yeah, we sort of forgot about this. is the kit for next season, Wednesday. Wednesday morning, just the day before a game. What do you yeah. think?
0: They made a the computer game, you know. That, that was cool. a, <laughs> yeah. a fun and very frustrating computer game because it doesn't hmm. jump when you tell it's to jump. But, you know, like this. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> well, me and Mr Mabin were talking about this earlier today, weren't we? And yeah. I, I think it was probably set a long time ago because I always mention the fact that They never release the kit before Father's Day, which I think is a stupid idea. I thought, isn't that an easy way to get... Anyway, let's not go down marketing. But they always (laughs) release it just after Father's Day, and it's now. I think they set this two, three months ago. And at the end of the day, if they can... The amount of delays we've had in the kits, and I think probably Under Armour have taken the rap for that. They can't really take any chance of anything that's going on. I think they just wanted to get it out. I think the leaks look bad on them as well so I think they just wanted to get it out before uh, before any more of it got leaked and uh, yeah boom it was just out on a random Wednesday it looks like do you think do you, it
2: will be shipped on the for, nah, nah, August the 14th <laughs> or do you think they'll have to delay it again and also before you say that one thing is interesting because oh. it's not here till August the 14th does that do you think that that means that the se- next season won't be until late late August to mid September? early September due to the fact that you wouldn't think they'd release it after the start of a new season so is there anything there, is there or am I just I mean they did last year didn't they rubbish. yeah that wasn't <laughs> complete they didn't mean to do that It's was just very so that was third party mistakes mm. rather than their own personal choice
0: I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I, I think they've got a plan and I think they're going to try and stick to that plan of maybe late August early September the season starts Mm. Um, because you think they probably want at least five, six weeks off um, to be able to recuperate and get away and like talk about the new season. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think there's too much to read into it. To be fair, but I think it's just
1: when they know they can guarantee a decent amount of because everything's slow nowadays, and well, not nowadays, but what's going on? Everything's slowed down. Everything's going to take longer. So. I think they just want to guarantee it. And then once it, it ships, they can also start getting them in stores as well. Everyone's going to have to
3: Are you boys go going around. to pre-order any? That's the main question. No. I might, do. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I might Maybe. do. Maybe not,
2: I don't know. Why, not? Why is it a sudden no, Mikey? Why, are you not what do you I, mean a sudden, sudden no? Mikey, I no, Mikey only
3: buys a kit if it's got a memory attached to it. <laughs>
0: no, no I, I, I buy a kit when it's on sale. I'll be honest. I buy a kit when it's on sale. So I bought two when it was like really cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my my question was going to be do you think Yeah. You know, like, so you know Chelsea's released their kit and yeah. now they're mm-hmm. playing in that kit do you think there'll be a uh, Southampton one of those I as well, think, we'll I,
1: it. I think we're going to wear it last game of the season I don't know why I got an mm. inkling cause, uh, I
0: don't
1: know because I, uh, I, I just know. feel like it will be a one because they always used to wear it in the pre-seasons didn't they but if we're not going to have a pre-season just go straight for the next season I reckon they'll wear it they'll wear it because uh, Chelsea they're allowed to do, it, aren't they? They can wear it now.
0: Chelsea have already worn it. Yeah, have yeah, yeah, right fa- have famously done it, not famously. Oh, well, yeah, they lost three
1: nils, kind of in it. Um, <laughs> um, I
0: would
3: say, as there's no picture of the players in, I don't think they have them in in person yet. Apart from maybe like
0: rough scrap ones. I thought they, they have but, them in the store, don't they? they got they them in them the store. Yeah. Oh, my oh, bad. I put that in last chat. Like I said.
3: I'm um,
1: going to be looking at messages, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, well, it looks like a lot of the photos they are putting out are just like generated ones. They don't look like they're the actual, you know, things they got yeah. to you. So um, I think they are probably just waiting to get more stock in, really. But hey, um, I guess we'll have a look at it. One thing I want to mention as well, they didn't do anything stupid with the collar, which I liked, because they normally do these <laughs> stupid fiddly buttons. It's just a collar. I love it. <laughs> they they learnt how to do it. <laughs> I'm over the moon. It's brilliant. There you go. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty happy <laughs> with it, to be fair.
2: I, any, think any it that you guys like? do not. No, I, think, yeah. I think we covered the kit, kit quite well. Uh, Willow Breein also said people we need to sign, but once again, at the end of the season, we'll sort of cover all of that, that sort of stuff because we don't need to sign anyone at the moment. Hmm. Uh, who else do we have? Our We've main man Jack underscore 13, how many points do you think we'll pick up from the next five games? So we've got Everton, Manchester United, Brighton, Bournemouth and then Sheffield United. So basically the last five games of the season. Ten points. Ten points. bold
3: prediction, but I think ten. Three wins, Um, Brighton, Bournemouth, Sheffield United. Yep. Well, I, so have so got one more yeah,
2: point. Yeah, then to either a
3: draw versus Everton or United.
1: I'll take
2: that. I'll
3: take that. you be lost um,
1: I don't know. Someone else talks so I can think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michael? Mikey, how I'll, many I'll points? Eight. I think Ooh, we'll draw eight. against Everton. Um, mm. We'll lose to United. Uh, and we'll... Probably end up drawing against Bournemouth because that's just something we'd do. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
0: And then we'll <laughs> beat Brighton. We'll beat Sheffield United. Yep, perfectly.
2: Oliver, you're fine. I'm still doing right.
1: mathematics. Can you we'll give your
2: opinion? <laughs> 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 uh, last thing. We, yeah, we might. I think we're gonna. We're not gonna win all three of our last three games. Definitely gonna drop points. I think we'll probably get a point against Everton tomorrow, but we'll go more in depth for that game in a minute. And sadly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out there. I think Man United, Manchester United are more dangerous than Manchester City at the moment. So I think that we might lose to Manchester United. As upsetting as it is, and when we do the podcast on that, I'm gonna say that we're gonna win. But right now, I'm gonna say we'll probably, sadly, go into not pick up many yep. points from that fixture.
1: Go on, then. I've done it now. I reckon six points. I reckon Everton
2: will be. <laughs> what? Did that long to? <laughs> <something>. <laughs> you know, I was looking at the different ones. I wanted to know which ones I had. I was expecting right seven goals. They're going to get plus four goal mm. difference. Right, so gonna... Shut up, you I lot! Think... Right,
1: I, I can uh, draw versus Everton. I reckon we'll lose against Man United. I reckon we'll beat Brighton. We'll do the double over them. Uh, I reckon we'll draw against Bournemouth because they'll be in a fight by then, won't they? So they, I think they will actually learn how to defend. So that might be an interesting I don't think one. They will. <laughs> Um and Sheffield United, yeah. Go on then. Why not another draw? It's typical me and loads of draws.
0: 96. <laughs> oh, right, all of the draws so... are 1-1s as well. Thought, so just put that no, out that's
1: just no. That's not that's not true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, of course not. Right, we're going on to the main man now, and it's Dan Hurst, 96, yes. that comes in with awesome. three Let's questions. Go, Danny boy. Right. The first one is: Have people been underappreciating of this team all season, excluding? The nine nil. He put that specifically in brackets to make sure that we don't make that comment. So think we've been sort because of, you know apart from the start of the season, we've really ramped up since November.
3: I wouldn't say underappreciated. I say we've finally found our form and we finally found the systems that work for us. I think yes, we didn't play our best, but I say now we have got this system. We're playing well, and which is just showing how we can play. I keep, I keep saying the same ones. Can, can play well, but not oh, underappreciated as yeah. we didn't, this just weren't very good at the start of the season, it's not really acceptable. Mm-hmm. And now we've shown that we can perform and it's really doing us wonders.
0: It's, it still feels like a slightly underfinished project. Yeah. We're we getting yeah. there. We're getting towards the end of this cycle of getting completely ready. Like the 11 against Man City, they proved that they know what they're doing and they... It, if we just play with that 11 all the time we will be brilliant and we, we hopefully it'll just keep the same over and over and over again but with rotation like against west ham away like that was a poor performance there's still mm-hmm. areas of improvement especially against teams around us Especially the mid-table sides against the top six, we seem to perform well, and against the ones that we should be beating, we perform well. It's the teams around us that we seem to be losing to, mm-hmm. and that's why we're in the position that we are right now. I don't know if anyone
1: can work it out, but if you had a look at the team we played yesterday or whenever we played City, but the team when we the team again played against City versus Burnley, first game of the season, how many of those were actually the same? And I, I know they said that this team's been underappreciated, but it's probably completely different. I mean, Goldie's got to be different for a start.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've um, got I've got the line up. So gone started in goal. So that's so one change. He's been taken out. It yeah. was Benrek, Stevens, Vestergaard. Um, I've right. got three.
2: That's two. Uh,
0: Valerie, Rameau, Warprouse, Bertrand, and then it was Ings, Adams, and Redmond. Mm-hmm. If, uh, you compare that to Watford instead, and yeah. Adams wasn't in there. Um, he got taken out. Uh, Valerie wasn't in there Romeo, well he was in there for Watford but he's only just come back in Lestergaard yeah. Stevens got taken out for quite a while as well Gunn's been yeah, taken man. out so it has been like it, it is a completely different size Danny Ings wasn't starting like at the start mm. of the season he mm. wasn't starting he started against Burnley got taken off and then he didn't start against Sheffield United or Liverpool. I don't think or Liverpool, or Liverpool. yeah so like it, it has been an experiment from start to finish. Yeah. And it's sort of like we're finally getting to the end of that experimental program. Yeah. I think it's 11. more about
2: system change more than formation. I think that was the big thing. I think most of our players can play that system. I think a lot, like you said, there's only been three changes from that team against Burnley to the team against um, Manchester City. But the system's changed. A, the system's changed a lot. B, I think the, the mindset of the players has changed a lot because they've sort of rewired since the Leicester result. I'm not saying they didn't try against Burnley, but it just it sort of had a, a different attitude. Whereas now, they all seem to be on the same boat. They seem to be thinking in the same way. They seem to be all wanting to play for the same <laughs> club. And that, I think that's the biggest thing. I think the attitude in the system's changed quite a lot.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, think it's also... Put... To yeah, he does that doesn't he he does that where yeah, he summarises it all it and then I'm like uh, no I ain't got anything left I ain't got anything <laughs> left he, he, he takes it all but I don't mind it he puts it so eloquently so it's fine um, have we got yeah. anything else to about the
2: Everton's Yeah, we, so we've got Dan Hurst who sort of wanted to ask oh. about Carl Walker-Peters we've also already said that already but he mm. did say how much do you think he would cost so if we can get him and let's say forget about Hoiberg money on the table how much would you pay for Carl Walker-Peters right now
0: 15.
2: 15 to 20 million mm-hmm. 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, say about well. 15,
1: 10 to 15 I reckon it's
0: yeah. our price range isn't it 15 yeah, to 20 million
1: plus the fact I don't think we've had many good signings that have gone over 15 million to be honest I know Danny Ings oh. is probably an exception but the rest of them have all kind of been quite underwhelming once we Can go over
0: around oh. sure? yeah <laughs> Rio,
1: Lamina uh, who else have we got basically yeah. you just look at our loan list don't oh. we and they're all over 15 yeah. uh, who else yeah there's plenty in there
0: who fouls stuff. over 20? Yeah, another one. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: that's what I'm saying. No, I, think, I think we should keep it under 15 just so we... Hopefully, that'll be all right. But, yeah.
2: I think, to be fair, I wouldn't mind paying 20 just because I think he can be our right-back for the next eight, nine years just like Burcham has been. I, I know Birch hasn't been there that long. But if you split that over eight seasons, that's, that's a very good price right-back, especially one that's got a lot of sell-on value. So if Tottenham want to give him to like us, I'd say... That we buy him, um, to any I've, price.
0: I've looked. I got the list up, and you, you go. What we have nine signings over fifteen million pounds. Vestergaards are most expensive. <laughs> uh, Mane, Ings, Carrillo, Bufau El Nuzzi, Lamina, Gabbiadini, and Che Adams. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> three, maybe four, have been successful if you count Bufau's success. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, guess, I think if you did have him on your
1: wall I think you'd say something else he's still in though so it's more
0: <laughs> successful than the majority of them it depends I mean, how he, wasn't, he how hasn't, much been, in match the, the, he hasn't been in the
1: matchday
0: so squad for oh, he, yeah, he's
1: been injured he's had a he's been muscle tear uh, so,
2: quote unquote muscle tear we'll see we'll see I've been quite right. liking
1: substitutions recently though I don't know if it's just me I'm looking at it Gennepo's ruled out but I think the actual squad we've got and the introduction I think Taller looks quite good when he's come on we've had uh, I think Shane Long does well to make an impact off the bench I think he's definitely especially when we need an outlet he's really good for that but I think we've got a nice system to start with and then especially the subs to come on as well especially as Ralph doesn't use all five I think we looked it's not it doesn't look like a weak bench it looks like a, a bench that can actually make a difference to the team mm. which makes
0: quite nice I mean, I mean, they, they are talking about maybe extending it for five substitute for the rest yeah, of time yeah onwards for the next one yeah that'd I mean it would be so stupid if they do that yeah, it will just be top six biased mm. all over again because they have ridiculous squads. You look at City, like usually you look at City's bench with seven on there and you're thinking, well, <laughs> any of them could probably get into most of the lineups in the Premier League anyway. So then have a bench of ten and have five options to bring on, it just makes it a little bit... No. What would your solution be
1: then, in
0: order to God, try keep it, it at three? <laughs> no, what, what, what else is there to do?
3: There's no need. There's no reason to keep it at five because no. they should have time off. There's literally their job. they're like professional footballers. Oh, they should have. Uh, no, what they should. The only, the only the reason, reason why it
0: should, The only reason why it's five is because there's so many games up mm. right now. There's so many games. Like you get two, maybe three a week. And it's just to stop injuries and this big, like basically little summer tournament type thing that we've got going. Yeah. Um, but and it, as soon as as soon as soon it goes back to the usual season where it's Saturday, Tuesday, or whatever the hell it is, just go back, back to But I don't back think it will key.
1: go back to that. I think because the season starts, what, mid-August? And I don't think we will go straight back into that straight away, will we? I know, the season just start later on really. Simple as. What and then put
3: a key they, they it just, forward. They just
0: have to. They, yeah. they just get rid of the winter break that they've got. Exactly. Which they introduced this year. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they're not going to do that, are they? <laughs> they? They they get rid of the winter break. They make a couple more midweek games. That's exactly. It's get easy. Rid of international yeah. Break. Yeah,
1: big teams are already complaining about fixture congestion. They they're, they're so already don't, saying don't,
0: that. Don't don't get involved in the league cup. Then they don't uh, have to go in the league cup. Yeah, let us win it, it's fine. That's, okay. uh, that's what they have been talking about. If they've got teams going into Europe, they might
2: not take part in the League Cup because of fixture congestion three or five subs yeah. Harry what, what,
1: what would you do to try and
2: I'd, I'd probably say depending on when they start the season depend depending on when they start the season for this seat, for the next season don't hurt me for saying this but for the next season the next season only I'd probably stay at five subs yes! Yes! I've said for one season <laughs> <laughs> just due to the fact that one they're not going to have pre-season I know they've had a three month break but I, I don't really count staying in your house as a three month break and they're going to have all these fixtures Europa League FA Cup Champions League Club World Cup if somehow an English team wins it and all that sort of stuff knockouts Uh and then they've got the Champions League in August as well so they've got all those fixtures then after that they're going to have about a two week break so they then have to work the Euros then they have to play the Euros then a Two weeks after that, or three weeks after that, then they've got to start the next season. So for me, just next season, I'd say have the five sub rule, and then going on for the season after that, I'd say three subs. But I like the nine substitutes thing because it means that more youth players from teams like us can get into the matchday squad and get more experience. Because I've even if they don't play, I like having Jankovic, Teller, Slattery's not here. I mean Ferry on the bench and stuff like that, just because I like having youth players on the bench because if you know we're 3-0 up in a ridiculous universe that we're 3-0 up in a game it means that we can bring on these right. youth players and give them a couple minutes and right. so they can show what they can do so for one season and one season only after this one I'd say give five substitutes once again how can you argue, can argue with can with that championship
0: clubs championship clubs 46 games a season league cup FA cup um they they have to play saturday tuesday they have to play throughout christmas during that december period They don't complain about fixture congestion because that's just what they've got to do. It's just the top managers because they're crying over the fact that they have to play in a league cup competition. But you rotate a team out. You've got a squad that's 50 players long or whatever the hell. Put that out there because they're probably still better than the teams that you're playing against. It it really annoys me when people complain Mm. about cup competitions being fixture congestion. That's a chance to win silverware. That's a chance to get into Europe. Like You look at the season that Chelsea had a couple of years ago when they finished 10th, if they would have actually tried in one of the cup competitions, they could have got European football that year. That would have saved their season. Uh, It it frustrates me when people just... It it should just go back to three because there's there's nothing stopping it going back to three. Apart from all the
1: reasoning that Harry gave... No, Harry. Really, doesn't make
3: sense. I think we should move on to the question. There'll be one club going
0: to a Club World Cup, okay? There'll be one Mm. club going to a Club World Cup, which probably won't be ours, okay? If you look at the teams left in Europe, Chelsea are losing, Liverpool are out, Tottenham are losing, City are literally the only club that's going to be there. They're not going to have European football next season, so who cares? Um, (laughs) Europe's going to go ahead as planned. FA Cup... Is going to go ahead as planned. That starts in January, so they've got nothing to worry about until January. The League Cup gets into the semi-finals, so four clubs will be playing in the League Cup in the semi-finals um, during January. So that shouldn't be a problem for them. Like it should be simple. Thirty-eight games a season. Like it's not. It's not tough they literally just have to play on a Saturday, so it should just go back to three subs. As much as they're saying, oh, they don't have a pre-season, you look at when a World Cup goes on, you finish, you get about two or three weeks, you do a World Cup, you come back, you have two or three weeks, and you start again. There is no, There is no break in that, in that bit, you are just playing in a World Cup. Especially, you get down to a final. It was a couple when um, France got to the Euros, um, the final of the Euros. Kashani didn't play in the first three games of Arsenal season because he was still recovering from the Euros. It's just the thing that they've got to do. What's
1: um, your make sure you message us on a on the Instagram or something or Twitter. Go on, Harry. What were you going to say?
2: Also, I can I could see both sides of the argument. I I personally think that they, could, they should they with five. Mikey thinks we can stick with three. We can we could be here forever, but we've also got loads forever. of other questions to answer. So we've got we'll more go questions. The Hurst, Ninety-six. I thought that was the line. end. <laughs> I quite, I <laughs> oh, yeah, did, did you see? I was
1: ready to wrap that up in a nice little bow, and I was going to go answer us on our socials. <laughs> right, come on Dan then. Dan let's Hurst do a
2: quick thing. do. Everton fans expect way too much from their club. I always think a mid-table club. Am I wrong? I. I don't and they they should the be team. better
3: than they are, but they don't have it. Unfortunately, they are buying less players they don't fit well together. It's I think if Ancelotti at the helm, there'll be there'll be blind pairs for buying players not for the names but for the actual world to fit in the team. I don't
0: know about that. Um, and, like, I, I think Ancelotti is a big club manager who yeah. ha, he, he's a uh, he, he finishes projects he, he's not mm. someone who builds a club you bring Ancelotti in to just get your top players playing well and win silverware Everton mm. need to be built they don't have that team to push on and be a top four club and I don't think Ancelotti as much, he's won so much and he's a fantastic manager I just don't think he's a type of manager that can build a club
2: I think they've improved under Ancelotti. I think yeah. there is obvious holes that they need to fill. Pickford's good, so that's fine. Centre-back partnership, Michael Keane, Holgate. I'm not a big fan of Holgate, but he's always improving. Digne. Very good left-back Coleman needs replacing. He had a very good season this year, but he is on the other side of 30. So if he wants a powerful right-back up and down, Bernard's okay. Oweby's okay. They've got a lot of okay players, whereas Ancelotti is a manager that likes managing elite players as much as all managers probably enjoy managing elite players. So for me, I think they're they're just above mid-table. They've got a good squad, and I think they can push on. He just needs a couple of good signings, and they'll be fine. I don't think Palace, Burnley, Newcastle will be in the same position as they are this season. I think they'll be behind Everton like next season and Sheffield it, Leicester as well. It
0: will It will be interesting to see the transfers that Everton do bring in, though, if we, when going into next season. Because you do look at how they've been run over the past two, three years, especially since their takeover. Under Koeman, they signed three attacking midfielders for nearly £70 million. Um, hmm. And... They just didn't fit. That's the reason why that season didn't work. There are players there that just didn't fit into the system that Koeman was trying to make. You look under Marco Silva, a couple of their signings were dreadful. Um, I, it, I think Everton are quite a similar club to Southampton in that way where there has just been a couple of signings that has been... like. not been fantastic and that's the reason why they haven't pushed Mm. on Ollie you shook your head why and then I I stopped
1: myself because I (laughs) thought you were going to say Everton are a similar club to Southampton and I was like okay I don't agree with you on that one and then you said in terms of transfer so okay yeah yeah, that's fine that's all my body language Mm,
3: mm, mm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think Everton are slightly bigger I just think there's certain aspects of the club that are similar right Ben Thomas 26 was our performing against Manchester City the best of our season I think yes what do you guys think mm-hmm. um, it's up there second
3: best as I think was previously mentioned in the podcast so far I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's who is that Who was that, that to? Was that was to not, me or Mikey? Sorry, Ollie said wrap him up quickly, so I am wrapping up quickly. Point to Harry, next question. Boom. That was that. You can't realise <laughs> you're
2: pointing down a screen. We don't know who you're pointing to. Harry knows it. I, my Harry special wink. <laughs> I've got absolutely no idea. I've got absolutely no idea. I just think the Man City one was special because we were 1-0 up, backs to the walls. Everyone got loads of blocks. I think... Bednarik got like fifteen clearances along with Jack Stevens eleven. Yeah. I think the only performance that rivals that is either the Leicester City away or the Crystal Palace away. I think those three performances, Chelsea away, are our best of the season. But my favorite one, my favorite one, was the Manchester City. I, one. I
0: don't know if it's just uh, it. It would always be second behind Villa, and I I loved Villa away. I thought we played fantastic away at Villa, um, and. I don't know if it's just because I was there and it was such a good day that that will be the top of my list from this season. I think probably until the end of it. But mm. I I loved our performance away at Villa, and it was only, we were only broken down by a bit of magic by Jack Grealish. So yeah. I we
1: thought can't we were it, about it. that
0: day.
2: There you go. So much for wrapping that up quickly. Should <laughs> <go back laughs> on? Right, we've got Harry Williams Will, who says the midfield <laughs> looks. Sorry, I don't, That's not the end of his. Can't even to do names get... now. I only oh, get about Harry. twenty f I only get about twenty characters and like, Harry Williams will is all I saw. So I'm sorry if I just cut your name short, because I know I cut your name short there. He said the midfield looks so much more balanced with Romeo where what sorry, let me rephrase that because he hasn't really spent that much he's not said that too well. The midfield oh, looks so yes. much more balanced with Romeo in <laughs> where JWP and P E H too similar. So basically he's saying he likes two different sort of midfielders rather than James or Prowse and Hoyberg because he feels they're quite similar.
0: I don't see the similarity between the two. I, I mm. think Hoyberg Heu, is very much the destroyer in that partnership, and War Prowse is very much the uh, the box to box kind of player. I think I think they both do a very similar job well. I think Romeo and Hoy both both do the defensive side very well. Um, it's just Hoiberg sometimes adds that sort of forward momentum like he can pick oh, sure. a pass he can switch play but it, it, is, it is sometimes that happens other times not so much so you know um
1: yes I agree yeah. with Mikey <laughs>
0: <laughs> I put that
2: very eloquently didn't I sure.
0: yep that works yeah.
2: Yeah. Right, fair enough. Um Christoph underscore Joe said Carl Walker Peter sign or release and Young said new kit. So we've already got we've already covered those two now after answering all of your questions. Let's have a look at the Everton game, you know, we've sort of covered it slightly already. It's on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it at six o'clock. You can see it right there. What are your guys' thoughts going into the game? We've won three of our four games of lockdown with only Arsenal a team Do to know. defeat us over two mistakes. What's going to happen? In you ask game? Jamie,
1: considering you just cut him off for the last question? Did give him a chance. <laughs> or am I? Anyway, yeah.
3: I think Everton could go one or two ways. Either we will get a cheeky dub, or we'll be very confident to get a confident win, or it'll be a bit of a draw. As I don't a see bit us losing. A bit of a <laughs> it's going to be a bit
2: of a draw. I can't see us
3: losing, and I think we're all quite hyped of this uh, after this um, win against the Man City. And I think it'd be a bit disappointing if we did go go off this high. I think we can carry this momentum onto the Everton game. And I kick Mikey out this Zoom call for laughing at me. And he said that much more stupid stuff to this
2: podcast. I don't, <laughs> um, only, I don't think he's the only one. <laughs> like. I, I can see where you're coming from, Jamie. I can see where you're coming from. I think it would be disappointing. But it would be typical Southampton if we just had a phenomenal performance against Manchester City and lose runaway away at Everson. Uh, to be fair, a stadium that we don't always play that well at. Ollie. Mm. What's going yeah. to happen against Everton? What are your thoughts? Who's going to start? Who's going to get drops? Or is it going to be the same team? All these uh, different questions. Same
1: team. Keep Shane Long out of the team because he's a liability. <laughs> uh, but apart from that, um, you know, it, it looks all dandy, doesn't it, really? Midfield looks solid, you know. Armstrong's back in the team, getting those assists and looking looking great. Uh, yeah, brilliant, isn't it? It's just keep it like it is, looking really. You know, you don't want to drop anyone who's had a good game, so keep them there. As long as they're up for it, then play them. If not, swap them out. You know, it do not look like any of the
0: injured lot are coming think... in, so just, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, go on. Don't
0: i think I think it'll be the perfect... Because Everton are getting a new stadium next year, aren't they? Or, like, they're moving uh-huh. out of Goodison. If things are planned, they are leaving Goodison Park. Um, so I think it'd be perfect, considering we can't win there if we end our last fixture at Goodison with a win I think that'll be will quite... be at least one more
2: season
3: at home I haven't even um, one more it. season I don't think
2: start building might, it Mike might be yeah I think we'd have heard <laughs> more I'd love it if Michael Oberfemi scores but I don't think yeah. he'll play just because of the, uh, the chatter he gave Tony Bailey probably about three months ago that was a lot of fun but yeah I think there's a good chance that we could win you know Everton haven't been that convincing since their return they beat Norwich but a loss against Tottenham a nil nil draw a good nil nil draw against Liverpool. I think you know they they're a good size, but they're definitely there for the taking. All
0: right, what we need to do is we need to cut my point and Rambling put it more years in the future. stadium.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah <That's> twenty three,
0: twenty four <laughs> season,
1: I think it's coming out, but you can keep that
0: one. Uh, yeah. If 24 So who knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> We're gonna win that one. But
1: you know, we, yeah. we've got <laughs> Have, has that ruined your point?
0: It has. A bit, mate.
1: A little off his head. <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Go on then, Harry, save uh, us. Uh, actually, no, shall we just completely defunct the podcast? Uh, Shane Long's going to start oh, and he's yeah. going to score a hat-trick, so... That's... Oh, dear. Harry, give us
1: some real punditry, please. Can you go into professional <laughs> mode? Punditry? do you mean punditry?
0: punditry?
1: Use
2: your
0: hands. Your...
2: You know, like what, what, that what thing that you, you want
1: to do for your career, you know? Can you do that what for do you... us, please?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, thi- that thing that you want to do I mean yeah. I've already advertised Amazon Prime who are, sadly aren't sponsoring the uh, the podcast but once again if you want to watch the game live you can watch it on Amazon Prime uh, free for all viewers so you know you don't have to be an Amazon Prime subscriber to watch it
1: I'll just say <laughs> oh man right come on we need to it's some sort of direction where do we want to take this this is anarchy come on
2: Predictions. Right. predictions we'll just go quick predictions Oliver's going to say 1-0 Mikey what's your what's your idea i go right, that okay.
0: you can have that go on Um, I'll go 2-1 Southampton
2: oh Jamie 2-0 the big Southampton FC <laughs> I think there's a good chance that you know we can win the game hopefully but sadly I'm going to be an ollie and not say one all but I'm going to say two so I'm going to be a bit I think it might be a slight I think it might be a slight draw I think we a might give draw. off a couple, I think it might be we might give off a couple of simple goals and, but we're going to score as well. We're going to score as well. Chadden's going to get another one. Danny Ooh. Ings will get on the score sheet because he loves scoring against Everson, does Danny Ings? I think he did it last season as well when we lost 2 1. So he's going to score. He's going to get one step closer to the Golden Boot and it's going to be 2 oh, 2.
1: Is there a better way to finish the podcast with a lovely little summarisation from Harry there? We've got our predictions. Make sure you tune in next time to see if those predictions are correct. We can react to the game as well as giving preview to the next game that's coming up as well. But you need to make sure that you're with us on our socials as well. If you want to get questions like they were featured in today, you can get them on the Instagram. Which Harry, you can tell us about
2: Saints Prime on the Instagram. I try to do it less than two hours in advance so we don't get 642 <laughs> questions. But we yep. always appreciate everyone that asks or puts them in, and we'll always answer every single one. We answer every single so one. Put we reach you if out if you put it in. It doesn't even have to be football-related. As long as it's PG, I, we will buy I think you read play, out so. one that I've put in there, Tiz. No, I did read all of them <laughs> out. I did read all of yeah. them out. Yeah. So, sadly, Southampton News now didn't put one in, because oh. he always thought, or she always oh, puts in a very interesting one, so yeah. we will see. Hopefully, in the future, they put one in. We might do one after the Everton game, or we might do a preview one to Manchester United. Okay. We'll see what the result is. You can follow us reasons.
1: on Twitter as well if I can remember the login to get into it. But once I do remember I that, the then you can. Leader, right, well, then it'll be, it'll be uh, Jamie on there on at Saints Brian Pod, so you can have a look at us on there with the latest Saints coverage on there as well. Thank you very much for joining us. If you don't know who is with me, it's me, Ollie. I am also joined with. Harry, Jamie, Ike. (laughs) Thank you for listening and we'll see you again next time.